know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Aloha, my darling heart singers. Addie Beal here, still in Hawaii, of course. I can't believe that I've just been here a month. I feel like a lifetime has passed and I missed the one thing I said I was absolutely going to keep showing up for no matter what. And that was my podcast to you all last week. I really want to continue this process while I'm going through adjusting to an entirely new life because I know in part of this growth and transition and creating this next step for myself, that it's always helpful to share my story, not only because a lot of you might identify with where I'm at or what I'm going through, but also for myself is I can't tell you how much wisdom I've drawn from myself in the past, like a couple of weeks going back and listening to past podcasts. And we've been talking about this in our, um, Facebook community and online a little bit. I have on this a podcast episodes 20 and 44, and I really wanted to take some of those good nuggets out for you, get them edited. And so we just have one podcast where it was all about all the great science, why you want to get the flour and sugar out of your body and how great fasting is. And for our metabolic health, our mitochondria our longevity in life, all of these things that really help me on my journey of making healthy choices, understanding the why. And then when I'm in the moment of making the decisions, maybe not always making the wise decision, but understanding what I'm doing to myself and not turning a blind eye to it anymore and really taking ownership of it. And I have just, I always find that really helpful on my journey. That's why I love to get into the science of things. So I've been doing quite a bit of that, just like trying to listen and learn. You guys, I'm still really trying to figure my sleep out. I think it's the biggest thing that is holding me back. For example, I was so tired yesterday. If you guys have an aura ring or anything like that, you'll understand where I'm coming from from this. My sleep, my readiness factor was like a 50, which if you don't know anything, you guys, this is like your aura ring telling you to roll back over, go to sleep and just die for the day. Okay. It's like pretty bad. And my sleep scores, it's like, if I get a 70, I'm dancing in the streets, you know, and it's really been more like low sixties. And I just haven't quite figured out my environment and all of those things. So anyhow, last night, for example, I get home. I had all this great food planned. I really upped my protein this week because last week I identified that as an issue and I was feeling so much better. And then I saw the cereal in the cabinet and I got into it. And then that led to bagels and that led to, um, some crackers with peanut butter on them. It's just been like this. It's like once I unleash that sugar beast, it's like, I'm not even myself anymore. I'm like, who is this person? You know, and it's kind of fun coming at it from this aspect of 
being an entirely new person now, right? I'm like, so not the person I used to be from the aspect of not judging myself, but observing myself and seeing what's happening and knowing and understanding the physiology in my body, but also the mental mindset and be how when I'm tired, I tend to really not make good choices. I do tired eating or um, you know how you eat to get yourself, you think you're going to get yourself energy. I think subliminally that's some of what's going on. Like, oh, I'll just keep eating and I'll make it through or, you know, those kind of things. So I just seeing this happen again. And again, I talked about, you know, making the human bus last week instead of the struggle bus. Like this is just part of life and the journey. And I had another great quote come up as I was preparing for our Me First Guide event, which information will be out this weekend on that i would love for you guys to join us i'm doing it for like the lowest price i've ever done it i've really changed um it's it's just changed my perspective on everything i'm doing making this transition and this change i know i want to keep doing the me first sisterhood this is how i keep going is the community really like I wouldn't have lost over a hundred pounds. I would not have started my business. I would not have been traveling the country. I would not have made the big leap to come back here to Hawaii and try this whole new adventure. I would not have done any of these things without the sisterhood, without the Facebook community following, without you heart singers listening. Uh, it's just so such an important part of your journey. And this is why you'll see it over and over again in weight loss programs, in books you read, even Dr. Mindy Pels in her book, Fast Like a Girl, one of her four pillars of weight loss is community. And I think it's just important to have, no matter where you get it, you guys, that you have that connection with other like-minded spirits that are on the same journey. You know, like if I want to become a pickleball player, I'm not going to go around, hang around people that are playing volleyball. <laughs> Right? Like that kind of thing. It's like, where do you want to go? So now I'm looking at gyms, you know, because I really want to try this pickleball business. Um, I think it's, it looks like a hoot and I think I'd have a really good time at it. But anyhow, that was a side note. So just like the thought of how much community was, is, is of importance. And so I was researching for the Me First Guide event, which I do every quarter. We get together and we do our 90 day plans, which set me up to, you know, be as much on point as possible for that quarter. There's ebbs and flow. There's life ebbs and flows, right? And um, it's just interesting to see the seasons I go through, but how the process is, um, is really on point no matter what that season is. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So anyhow, it's been an interesting journey. It just, I, I think in my mind, I kind of thought like, Oh, I'm such a pro at this setting up habits and eating well, it's just who I am. And, you know, I, I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it is. You guys, I'm going to say that. And I, I ran into this quote prepping for the event that, uh, gosh, who was it from? Oh, said, said, uh, said guru said guru. Um, Stacia, if you're listening, I know she loves listening to this guy. He's a yogi. And um, he has this quote that says, 
Um, you know, it's, it's, there is no such thing as work-life balance. It's all life. The balance is within you. And I thought, (laughs) yeah, isn't that the truth, right? Because as I'm going back to work and trying to still put myself first, still do all my habits and find myself waking up thinking about work, like having a lot more real estate taken up in my brain with other people's problems and not putting so much focus on myself and what it's doing to my health again and knowing, know me first. And how do I continue to refocus myself to my dreams, to my purpose, to what I am here to call to do. And I do believe what I'm doing at work is part of that. Like part of things I'm meant to learn and understand are happening while I'm at, at a job again, which I didn't think was ever going to be part of my journey. You guys, I thought that like freedom was, which is like my core value. (laughs) Like I just got to be free. I don't want to be tied to anything. And that, you know, that was a nine to five, like stop my freedom and really understanding that that freedom comes from within us. And how can I create that freedom in this environment where it appears like it's not so? And how can I continue to just put myself first and let the rest be easy? And I've like done so much managing my mind around just loving residents, loving the process, loving things that are going on maybe in my work environment that I might be in conflict with and just trying to come from a place of love and not fear, anger, any of the darker side emotions, if you will. So speaking of that, so we're coming into fall, you guys, and we've got the autumn equinox coming up, which is the transition from the long, bright days of summer into the into more darkness. And so for the event this quarter, I am doing a focus and I, I, I bring the focus to the event from how I present it, how we interact. If we do do some, have some time to throw in some meditations and things like that, I stay really nimble with the process and we have a lot of fun. There's um, good group engagement, things like that for us to show up and get this process done together. But I'm going to do it from this aspect of the light and the dark. And so as I'm talking to you guys over the next few weeks, I'm sure that's going to come through in here because I'll be preparing for that and preparing my 90 day plan ahead of time and really looking at how can, what, what lightness in my life, what, what are these long days of summer that have brought like this pit of fire to me, you know, my Ayurveda dosha type that flares in the summer. And this is the, um, the one that is just strong and wants to keep going and gets lit up. Like, how can I bring her into it? It brings some of that into this fall season, which is Vata season. And so Vata Ayurveda dosha type, you guys is real kind of airy and dry and all the things we, we love about fall, but in my personality type, you know, that's like the visionary. That's the one where I'm not necessarily getting the things done. Pitta likes to get the things done, right? So knowing I head into this season and every year, I think I'm going to plan for it. And I get in our planning session and I don't. And this year I'm determined to honor my darkness to really figure out how I want to go inside myself more and from an internal, um, not how you guys are thinking, get your minds out of the gutters, 
<laughs> Although I could use some of that too. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, what was I even talking about? Oh, the darkness inside myself. Yeah, that's right. How can I forget that? So going inside myself more, like how do I find more yoga? How do I get my meditations in more? How do I take more time for self-reflection? You know, I'm turning my, um, I'm turning the abundance circle into more of a book club, which is what we ended up kind of being anyway. I think I had other plans, but, um, you know, we're gonna, I think I'm going to do calling in the one, which is a book about calling in the love of your life, basically, but more so from what I hear Renee talk about, it's really about you honoring and loving yourself and setting your life up for you first, because of course we know we need to do that to even have love. And this is why this book's beautiful for even married people. It just doesn't even matter. Right. And a lot of times at this stage in our lives, a lot of us need to reinvigorate that love of our lives with other people, right. With those other relationships in our lives. So I'm really kind of excited to dig into this. And I thought it kind of goes perfectly with this lightness and this darkness, right? Like how can I bring in more of the lightness of relationships and love, but also honor myself and putting myself first and really seeking what do I want? How do I get myself set up for this next phase of my life, especially just moving across the ocean, uprooting all of my things that were normal, you know, and some of these things I've put in place now, like walking and swimming in the ocean in the morning, is that realistic when it gets cold <laughs> and it's, and maybe I don't want to dive in the ocean at six in the morning. You know, what's that, what's that going to look like as I head into this next season? And I have a good podcast on that too, you guys called seasonal habit stack. So as you're looking to transition into fall, which typically for a lot of us can be a time of, you know, Thanksgiving and friends and food <laughs> and shopping and giving of ourselves to others so much. Sometimes we kind of lose ourselves and I don't know about you, but I want to uh, promise myself I'm not going to lose myself in others this season. I'm going to lose myself in me and really figure out how to continue to prioritize myself while I have these other demands on my life. And I think it was really, I mean, the universe just set me up Right. Like, I mean, COVID happened. I'm in this little RV back in 2020. And that's like when everything shut down. Right. And here I am in my little 26 foot RV getting ready to travel the country. And then like nothing was even open. All I could do was have this really deep spiritual year. Basically, it was like there was nothing else that was going to happen. That's when I went and like got my yoga certificate and um, or not yoga, sorry, meditation, same thing. That was just another limb of yoga, but for us Westerners, right? My meditation teaching certificate and really got into Indian spirituality, which is where you always hear that pray and Shreya story come from. And looking now and like how much I loved that spiritual year of growth in my life. And it was a year seven, by the way, for you numerology geeks out there. Oddly enough, that fell right in my year seven, but like I'm in a year two now. And this year is about relationships, foundations, like kind of setting up year one is like when you're kicking off and things are starting to like really groove for you, right? Like you're this new, it's new beginnings. 
you know, like you're start just starting off on this thing. And so that was like last year for me. And there was a lot of wrapping up, like finalizing things with the me first guide planner with, um, you know, kind of my, that part of my business. But I think it was the beginning of this, you know, it's the beginning of everything that is moving forward and really being aligned with myself and my values and understanding myself, but also taking this process I created along with all my sisters and you guys and the heart singers and everybody that wants to be on the ride with me into this environment where now, yes, I'm in this gorgeous place and I get this place to make these beautiful habit stacks, but historically for me has not been a good place for health and I'm going to heal that and overcome that, right? Like that's just not going to be a roadblock. When I saw myself struggling in Arizona, I thought, well, that was a load of bullshit. I was telling myself like, let's write a new story in Hawaii. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm on the road, I'm working, you know, all in because of the commute, probably 10, you know, 10 hours from the time I leave the house till I get home. So what does that look like? How can I fit workouts in? How can I maximize my me time? Cause that's what I get worried about. Like, I don't want, like I'll do the job, right? Like I'll, I'll take care of the job. I'll do the job to the best of my ability and beyond, but that's, that's not a problem. I've done that for 30 years. What I have not done for 30 years is take care of myself, right? Think about that. You guys, like, how can you shift that? How can I put more and more me time in my days? And that's looked like getting up at four in the morning and going to bed really early, you know, and figuring out that sleep pattern out. Because I know once I do this, the weight I've put on this year will just fall off too. You know, it's just going to be part of that process. And I don't think there's, um, I, I just am really excited to see how it plays out this year and knowing I'm coming into this darker season with historically, you know, even our bodies, Rebecca Campbell talks about this in her book, Rise, Sister Rise and honoring our female cycle and the cycles of the seasons and how our bodies are naturally built to want to retain a little bit of fat through the winter so that when food was scarce, we could survive. It's like a, it's a biological thing. And I think it'd be really interesting to know from a DNA aspect too. those of us that come from ancestry in really cold places, you know, like, um, Northern European, Eastern European, if it's also affected by, by that, you know, versus warmer environments, like, um, the cycles of our bodies over years to adapt and change and survive. I don't know, fascinating stuff. That was a total ramble. Anyhow, you guys, I'm really, really doing my best to get my processes on point. I tell you, my weight is over 210, give or or take. And my goal for this week is 209 to get back in that striking position so I can get back to Wonderland this year and, um, really make, just feel good in my body again and get the carbs out, get the sugar out, arrange things in my life so that that's just, it just is done. And it's, it's not like I'm this psycho carb inhaling beast anymore. <laughs> it's really, if you have never gotten the sugar and the flour out of your body, you can't understand. If you go 30 days without it, 
and really write a note to yourself about how you feel because you will forget as soon as you start eating the sugar and the flour again. You will easily forget how good you felt when it was when it was out once you get addicted again. So just do that and make some podcasts for yourself so you can go back and listen. And I'm over here trying to get it together and trying to continue to share with you guys. And I really, you guys, I'm going to show up every week. (laughs) I don't know what day it's going to be, but it's my promise that I'm going to show up here and tell you guys how it's going and how I'm limping along through it and hopefully bring you some inspiration. I know this one might not have been very inspirational, but it's always my goal in some aspects. So perhaps just from me telling you, I'm trying to get my shit over here. It will help you know that maybe you're not alone too, if you're feeling like you're in the same boat as I am. And we're going to do this and you can come do it with me. Come to the Me First Guide event, September 30th. Yes, you can do the replays, but block the day, sister. Like it's so magical together. Not a single person that comes to one of these events has anything to say other than, oh my God, that's changing my life. I've got to do this every quarter. And this is why we've done it every quarter for like five years now. And I'm not going to stop. I, I, there was a time where I wasn't even opening it outside the sisterhood. I was trying to figure out how things were going, but now it's just going to be part of our process. And the sisterhood just gets discounts on everything I do. So Um, that's, that's my crew and you can come be my crew too. My homies. (laughs) All right, you guys, I love you to pieces. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And all right. I will be back next week, lighting the world on fire. I'm quite sure of it. I'm almost there. I've almost got my sleep hacked and, um, I'm off to do some magic pages and a plan and some work for today. Aloha, my loves more soon. Slay her out.